It's Division Series Playoff Weekend. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the line star app it is me it is scott bogman and it's you we've got one big massive huge football weekend left and we are going to get after it today talking all things dfs courtesy of the line star app the greatest dfs tool site in the history of the universe go get it right now upgrade to the premium product and then it will change your life that's right it'll take care of dinner for the kids it'll take the trash out the recycling everything it's going to do all of those things for you and it's going to win you some cash and while you're at it make sure you subscribe to the pre-snap because if you've been listening and you didn't subscribe then how would you know we come back next year and by the way the on deck show for major league baseball just around the corner as well so there's lots of great stuff going on in line star bogman now that the steelers are out of it the patriots are out of it we could just laser focus right we're just laser focused here on these last few games and I got to tell you, I mean, this is a pretty good slate as well. I feel like uh, this is going to be a really fun collective playoffs and uh, I'm enjoying NFL and uh, it's a good time. Yeah. I mean, I'm still mad, but uh, I, I can't, I can't not watch the football. Like uh, I, I know some people, once their team is eliminated, they're just done. They put it away and they only watch the Super Bowl. I just don't have that in me. Like I have to, uh, I have to watch the football even after my team loses and I'm sad. Uh, specifically to see how many points the Chiefs beat the Browns by. (laughs) All right, well, let's kick things off here with Aaron Rodgers at home, Green Bay Packers against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. And, I mean, you know, I already said my piece on the Rams, so I don't get too much about this. So let's let's talk about the defense of the Rams against the offense of the Green Bay Packers because that is really what this is all about. So when we start to discuss this, before I even get into player salaries, is this a game – that you're hot on because I'm sure there's a sentiment out there that you would look at it and say, well, Aaron Donald is banged up, but Jalen Ramsey's played great. Um, if anybody's up to the task with Devontae Adams, it's Ramsey. If anybody's up to the task in the big moments, Aaron Donald, I'm kind of concerned about the offense of the Los Angeles Rams and how that travels. However, they certainly played well on the line. They certainly ran the football. So do you think that this game offers you the DFS quality that you're looking for. Are you willing to go take an Aaron Rodgers, let's say, and take an Adams together and kind of buck the trend? Because Ramsey's been spectacular. In fact, Ramsey has the lowest wide receiver total yards against uh, this entire season. Yeah, I, you know, Ramsey is a, a great corner. Uh, there's, there's no doubting that. I mean, there's plenty of corners that talk a bunch of smack and do not back it up. He is absolutely not one of them. He, he backs it all the way up. I think there's too many other good options at quarterback, though, that for me to be uh, reaching on on Aaron Rodgers this week. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to be investing in Aaron Rodgers uh, too much. Look, no one and and Ramsey is great. He's not stop, stopping Devontae Adams. No well, if that's the case. Is that a separate? Like, let, let's say, you know, the, is that a good chalk separator? Because and and look, I, I'm asking the question because. It's something I'm debating and thinking about, and I think it's always good to talk these things out, and that's what we try to do here on the show. We always talk them out. To me, I look at it, it's it's very expensive. 
for Rodgers and Adams. Adams is 86 and 9K on FanDuel. Rodgers is 69-84. Of course, they're top of the board. They've played like it all year. So if you believe that nobody can stop Adams, then why stop now? And I think if you want to be contrarian in the tournament, this is how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Tournament play, I, I like Devontae Adams, but he's still extremely expensive. You know, 8600 on DK, 9000 on FanDuel. If, I, if I'm going to pay up for a wide receiver this week, uh, it's not going to be Adams. Uh, I get it, but I would rather just, I think that Tyreek Hill is so much safer going up against the Browns. So uh, I think I would rather go with, with Tyreek than I would uh, go with Devontae Adams. But, it, you know, I understand it. And in no world am I going to tell people to not take Devontae Adams because he's going up against Jalen Ramsey. It's just not going to happen. Uh, Adams can beat anyone and he'll beat he'll beat Ramsey. Uh, it's just all about um, is Rogers on point? Is he getting the ball to him enough? Uh, are, are they going to double him up? So um, this this should be a more difficult week for Adams. But I think your minimum line is eighty in a score. You know that's just yeah. your your minimum Devonte Adams line from this year and, and moving forward right now, which is great. It's yeah, a, it's uh, a nice floor. It's not. It doesn't doesn't equal what you pay for him. Well, that's what but, I was going to say. That's it's a little it's a nice shy score. of the three X you're looking for, but the three X right. potentials there and the roster ship could be low because of the price being high. So obviously it sounds like a cash game play, but really because of the matchup, I think it has a little bit more tournament appeal because I think it's just tougher to make work. Of course, those dart throws at the other wide receivers, but I'm not throwing those darts. I don't care. Like if no. you're somebody who plays a ton of lineups, you want to do an MVS lineup, whatever. But I will say this before we move off the Packers, Robert Tunyon, at 42, especially like on DraftKings, I think is a great play. 62 on Fandle still pretty good, but on DK specifically, that is a very cost-effective tight end. On a weekend where tight end play is, you know, questionable at times. I mean, you got to go up to the top of the board for Kelsey, and if not, like you're trying to what? You hope for the best with a Hooper touchdown. You're hoping for the best with, um, you know, Dawson Knox. I mean, you know, it's it's not the it's not the greatest scenario. Uh, on the is flip it- side. Real quick, do you like buying the Packers defense better than any other defense this week because of Jared Goff and uh, the injury and all that stuff? Or is there another defense uh, price-wise that you like better? So far, I actually think that it's it's pretty good. Like I actually think the Packers one is a pretty good investment because it's not just because of the, 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 the Goff injury. It's because of the Goff turnover ratio lately. Goff turnover ratio has been insane. I mean, people kind of forget that because they're talking about the injury and they talk about the loss to the Jets and all the other embarrassing moments. But well, I've been watching like... Roethlisberger, so nothing is the crazy turnover ratio until you watch him. You know, this is, this is absolutely true. But yeah, I, I think the Packers are definitely in play this week. Again, expensive. Um, what's cheap is Cam Akers. He's fifty seven hundred and seven K. Now, that was a terrific showing last week. I think this has got to be their playbook right now. I think Cam Akers is up to the task. Wentworth played tremendous in that game. Amazing to get him healthy. What a difference he makes on that line. I don't know if he's going to come back and play next year or not, but look, Woods is 59 and 66. It's Woods and Akers for me. Those are the only two pieces that I can justify because those are the pieces I feel good about. And I actually kind of like Akers this week because although, you know, there's downside here because it's he's had some huge games and then some quiet ones it's more to the point of necessity for me. So I think acres is a necessity. If the Rams are going to win this game box to me is run the football and playing defense. Uh, that's absolutely correct, but I don't think they win this game. So uh, I, I like cam acres. Uh, he, he's uh, a decent buy this week uh, at 5,700 and 7,000 
Um, but I don't, I don't see him as a necessary buy. Honestly, I think I still like Robert Woods is my favorite Ram. I think he's fairly cheap, 5,900, 6,600. And I expect the, the Rams to be down in this game and having to play comeback. So uh, I think that Robert Woods could be uh, another decent buy again uh, this week. And, and Cooper Cup has some injury stuff too. So I think they're going to rely on Woods a bunch. All right, let's move on to the night game here. My two favorite hot teams coming in, Baltimore and Buffalo. And uh, look, you know, this is, I wanted this to like AFC championship game. I wanted to wait a little longer for this one, but here we are. We're here. It's happening. So we have to start talking about it now. Baltimore defense has played great. Uh, I'm concerned though with Baltimore about a letdown because I think they had a lot of juice for this Titans game. They did not like the Titans. They wanted revenge on the Titans. The Titans beat them earlier in the year and all the things going on. There's a lot of vitriol, a lot of issues, a lot of emotions in this game. And now you got to go to Buffalo. And I think Buffalo is a more complete team just, just you know, across the board. And Josh Allen's playing fantastic football. If, if Baltimore's going to win this game, they have to bring him down to their level. They have to slow the game down, grind it out. And that means it's going to be a lot of J.K. Dobbins at 6K and 65 and a lot of Lamar run the football again, like last week, like we talked about. Now, the difference here is this secondary likes to hit people. So Lamar needs to watch himself a little bit because this is a very <laughs> physical group. And, you know, those guys like Hyde and Poyer are like, you, bet, you better slide because those guys are going to be coming at you. So how do you, you know, as we start to assess this game, what's your, what's your take on this contest first from an, a, 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 you know, game script is overrated. I like to say game plan. Because I feel like if right. you are thinking like a football coach, right, then that should lead you in the right direction of fantasy. If you're saying, all right, if I'm the Ravens, I got to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. I've got to really grind things out, do what I did last week, take it over. And then, honestly, like Marquise Brown is not up to the task with these guys. And if anything, I would follow the same blueprint that Phil Rivers had. And I would use a ton of the tight ends this week. And I would go to Mark Andrews and rely heavily on him. So Evans, excuse me, um, Andrews and um, J.K. Dobbins and Jackson is the, are the pieces here that I am most interested in. Yeah, and, and the the games that uh, the the games that Buffalo loses are running games. The last loss of the year was to the Cardinals, thirty two thirty. They lost that game. That was obviously the Hale Murray game. But uh, Drake ran for a hundred. Edmonds ran for fifty six. Murray ran for fifty one. Uh, the you know in the Chiefs loss. Uh, they they got carved up by Clyde Edwards Alaire. That was his huge game. He had 161 rushing yards. Mahomes had 36. Daryl Williams had 26. Darwin Thompson chipped in 17 at the end. So they give up a ton of rushing yards. I think Baltimore matches up really well against Buffalo in this game. So I am as far as a game script goes, it's exactly what you just said, Joe. It is um, we need to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands, not let him get hot, not let him get streaky and build that confidence. So run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And there might be snow in this game. Um, mm -hmm. It's a possibility. That would be Lamar Jackson's. It's, it's Buffalo in January. Ever. It's a possibility of snow every five seconds. Of course, of course. But Lamar's never played in the snow before. Now, we've seen that, you know, to me, that you you've never seen snow. You can't handle it at all went out the window when I saw Mike Vick just tear up the He's Packers thinking, in green. You know, it's funny you say that because it's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, yeah, if anything, if I see snow, it makes me like Lamar more because it is very difficult to handle anybody who's got moves like Lamar's got with the moves and the speed where he's already got the football. 
and yeah. and, and the footing is different. Like that is a big problem. So if and anything, has been rolling downhill too, man. Like yeah, man. Uh, seven and, touchdowns and, in six weeks, eight touchdowns in seven weeks, some some crazy thing like that he's got. Andrews has looked better. Marquise Brown has looked way better. Um, and, he has, and but I don't like him against these corners. These corners don't make the mistakes that the Titans make and some other teams bu- make. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo looked beatable last week too. I think that's the biggest thing that I took away from last week. You you thought it's a wake up call for Buffalo, like a, a scare, like okay, now let's come, uh, let's come prepared for this week. And this is my favorite game of the week, by the way. And, and I'm willing to buy both sides of this for sure. Uh, but but I really do like Baltimore in this game, so I'm going to be more on the Ravens players than I am on the Bills. Yeah, I think I'm going to be more Ravens than Bills too, and, and it's not because I think the Ravens are going to win this game. It's just because I think they're the the good ratio of of being able to target why and who. Uh, Josh Allen, look, Josh Allen's 88 and 74. Uh, when you're looking at the price by comparison, Lamar Jackson's 76 and eight. I mean, who's to say that Lamar Jackson, the $800 savings, especially if the weather is crappy is not equal to him points wise. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, look, Josh Allen's playing out of his mind. Like I, I mean, he, I mean, just completely out of his mind. And I'm not saying you can't pay up for Josh Allen. Of course you can. They just but shut I, down Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry though. That, that, I mean, that's a tall they pass. They did, but again, that is such a specific situation that they, I, I, I'm just a it's little more concerned. specific, but Tannehill and Josh Allen are, are similar skill sets. They are I mean, similar. Allen is better. Allen's but, much better. Yeah, right he now. is. Especially but, but right now. Can they stop Diggs? Because that's the problem. You, uh, you look up at Diggs, and every single week, he's the only catch. He's the only a uh, wide receiver who have four catches in every single game this year, besides Robbie Anderson. So those two guys. And most of the time, you look up in the line, like we said the other day, it's like seven for one hundred one and a touchdown, nine for ninety nine and two touchdown. Nobody seems to be able to stop this guy. Or I, I don't understand. It's like I understand they Kobe. Set, they, they set him up for success. This is what we were talking it's about stunning. yesterday. It's stunning. It, it well, it's stunning that we didn't see Minnesota do it. I think that's the really the stunning thing is that they Scared. mis mishandled this guy so much. They were so confident in Thielen and and Talvin Cook that they didn't properly utilize Stefan Diggs. So it, it's weird to think that he got so much better going to a, a different offense where he can be the main guy because not a lot of people saw this coming. Um, you know, so uh, Diggs is going to get his. That's why I said I'm willing to buy from both sides uh, of this this game. But I'm absolutely with you as far as quarterback goes. If you're going to buy one of these two, I'm buying Lamar, and it's not close. So yeah, look, uh, look, the Allen and Diggs connection has been so good. So if you're going to have Allen, you have to have Diggs. Like, and it's just you're crazy not to. If this is the one game where it doesn't happen, so be it. But you know, I, I would say that. Allen and Diggs is more crucial than than Rogers and, and Devontae Adams, just to be honest with you. <laughs> like, and and I know we didn't even talk about Aaron Jones in that game, but I'm just, you know, I don't know that that front of, of the Rams is just terrifying. So yeah, just, the Rams are pretty good at stopping. Yeah, around, so I don't so. even want to get into that. But but would you agree, like in terms of you know one offs versus pairing, like the Josh Allen Diggs pairing is is probably the most um, necessary. I think if you're going to have Allen, you have to have Diggs. It's just been all year. If it's wrong, it's wrong. But at least you go down with the ship because it's just been money all season. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather stack Lamar and Marquise though. And I know, I know you're absolutely not with I would, that. Lamar, Lamar and Andrews, yes, because th- that's the deficiency. The deficiency with um, the Buffalo Bills is that the corner play is so good, the safety play is so good that you can beat them over the middle a little bit. You can be aggressive with the tight ends over the middle. And if Jack Doyle can have a day like that, certainly Mark Andrews can. So, That's you know, I'm, 
it's not something that you're going to fix overnight because it's just the nature of the team. It's where the talent lies. The talent lies in the last latter part of the defense, as opposed not that the other chase Edmonds isn't good, but you know, they use him in different ways. You know, it's not always like, he's not always out there in the middle of the field guarding the tight end. So I think those... Zach Moss is a big loss for, for Buffalo. Yeah. Too, take me through that with, with, yeah. with Singletary having the backfield to himself. Does that matter to you at all against Baltimore? It does. It does for okay. me. I especially at the goal line. I mean, they have made Zach Moss their their goal he's line cheap. back for a reason. Forty five on DK and fifty seven on Fanduel. Yeah, yeah. Singletary uh, is a decent price, but I think they they lose a little bit. I just overall, I am not the biggest Singletary fan. Uh, he's not going to have many explosive plays, and he hasn't. Uh, you know, maybe they set him up for success behind Stefan Diggs a little bit, you know, uh, with Diggs taking two defenders away, maybe sneak Singletary back out there. So maybe he can have a nice day receiving. I, I just, uh, I, I'm not very excited a, about Devin Singletary moving forward. So, uh, he's not going to be a buy for me many weeks. Although this is, you know, if Buffalo moves on, he's going to be way more expensive ne- next week. So this is the week to buy him. If you are looking for a cheap guy, because he should get the majority of the carries. I'm just not a big Devin Singletary fan. So I think they're going to rely on digs a little bit uh, too much possibly in this game. And, uh, and Baltimore is going to know that. And they, what did they do last week? They shut down Derrick Henry this week. It shut down Stefan Diggs, and, and that's how you beat Buffalo is you have to stop their best weapon. All right, let's move on to the next day here. We got Cleveland and Kansas City. Obviously, the margin, this was big. The number went up to a full point um, <laughs> in the last 24 yeah. hours. That's that's interesting, I think, to, <laughs> to keep an eye on. Um, look, the Browns played out of their mind. I know this is a touchy subject with you. So let's start with something it's fun. Let's start with, let's start with Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt is just 4,800. Kareem Hunt is 62 on FanDuel, 48 on DK. And uh, he seems to have a little chip on his shoulder here. And you know what? I kind of want to, I, I think the Chubb and Hunt show travels here because Kansas City, they haven't covered a whole lot. And Kansas City's having some issues here, I think, defensively that they did not have last year. They're playing very well defensively, very opportunistic. They're not doing the same. Now, look, maybe that week off did very well. And certainly Andy Reid after a bye is one of those things you can kind of set your watch to. But I guess that doesn't matter here because we're talking about DFS. So in your opinion, would you do Chubb and Hunt or one of the other? And if so, which one? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm it's going to be Hunt this week. And it's because uh, they want I think like a smart team wants a guy to get his revenge game and enjoy it and all that stuff. So if I'm going to buy one of those backs and Kansas city didn't do a great job against the run either, by the way, they 21st giving up 122 yards per game, uh, you know, much better against the pass at 236.2 yards. So this game kind of fits like Cleveland matches up well offensively versus Kansas city's defense. So they could keep pace for a little bit. I just, Patrick Mahomes is going to score and he's going to put up points against Cleveland. And then you're going to have to move a little bit away from the running game to the passing game. And that when you're asking Baker to make more than, you know, 25 attempts a game, 30 attempts a game, you're, you're begging for trouble. I feel like now, once again, I'm not trying to insult Baker here. Just beat my Steelers. He did a great job, you know, through three touchdowns. So uh, he did fantastic in that game. It, it's just tougher to keep that window up when you're down instead of when you're up. And um, 
if they get down, Baker Mayfield uh, tends to make some mistakes. So uh, I'm I'm not going to invest too much into Cleveland's uh, offense as a whole. But if you're buying someone from this offense, it's uh, it's Chubb or Hunt, and because of Hunt's price and him scoring the two touchdowns and this being a revenge game narrative and Cleveland knowing about it, I think Hunt is the guy I want to buy between the two. Although Chubb is obviously the better back. Chubb's the better back, but you know I think I take the discount and the upside. I you know on a yeah. day like I like uh, Jarvis a, Landry too. The well, Browns should be down. The tough, part, the tough part is a weekend like this. You got Brady, you got Breeze, you got Rodgers, you got. Three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, yeah. Mahomes on his way, Josh Allen playing like an MVP, and Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's tough. You need savings somewhere. So there's a place where you could kind of hedge a little bit and cheap out a little bit and go with Kareem Hunt and save a little bit of money and put that towards the quarterback because I think you're going to need that at some point. Um, all right, the other side of this game, obviously, Mahomes. Another, you know, very expensive, 92 and 8K, respectively. Um, and look, Tyree Kill, 8K for him. Uh, I would say that with see the difference now is like as good as Mahomes and Hill have been this year, I still stand by my statement that the must duo of the week is if you're going to play Josh Allen, you have to play Diggs. If you're playing Mahomes, you can do different things. You can go with Hill. You can go with Kelsey if that's what you want to do. You have options, or you could just run Mahomes out by himself, which we are one to do many, many times here on this program. So how do you approach the Chiefs offense this weekend? Stack. Stack, stack it all. Okay, so yeah. so take me through it. So you're gonna pay for the big three and then cheap out everywhere else. I don't. I you know Kelsey is a little expensive, so I'll, I'll take Kelsey though and uh, find find a way to get cheap in, in other spots. Uh, but I, I really but like stack, though, because I mean, are you taking dart throws at Sammy Watkins and Robinson and those guys, or is it just Tyreek and Mahomes for you? Because if you're not gonna do Kelsey too, then. I mean, I'm not, I'm not screwing around with any of these running backs. I'm sorry, not doing it. Yeah, uh, you, that that's very true. I mean, especially if Clyde Edwards-Helaire is healthy, uh, which he might get healthy in time for this game uh, on Sunday. So, so we'll see that that throws a whole big wrench in there. But my favorite, my favorite duo combo is definitely Tyreek and and, uh, and Mahomes this week. So uh, I'm I'm more than fine with throwing Lamar out there if you don't want to stack in one game since there's only four and you know, if it doesn't work out or if uh, Kansas city starts out slow or whatever uh, and it's not going to work, I get not wanting to stack them. I think that the best stack is with Kelsey, but I understand not wanting to pay up at tight end and taking a cheap one. So uh, I, I get that, but for the most part, my stack is going to be um, Mahomes Hill and Kelsey. So um, I, I, you know, Bell. If Clyde Edwards-Helaire isn't playing, I don't mind. I don't mind Bell either. I don't think he's going to do a ton, but he could get in the end zone a couple times, and no one would be shocked. So, uh, and that's the thing about the playoffs too. It's foot on gas. You know, there's no relenting. There's no uh, pulling up unless you're up an enormous amount of points. So, uh, th- this should be foot on gas, especially after seeing how many points Cleveland put up against Pittsburgh last week. Kansas City should um, they should be firing on all cylinders getting that break too. So I, I'm I'm excited to see it. All right, let's uh, go to the big boys here. Who we got? We got Drew Brees. We got Tom Brady. I don't know if you've heard of them. I, have you seen the History Channel meme with the both of yes, them? Yes, very funny. That's great. Yeah, great. That's a I good love one. it. Big fan. That was that was that playing before or is this new for this game? Because I don't feel like I've ever seen that before. And they played each other twice already. And how did we all miss it? If we, yeah, well, I, know, I, I didn't, I didn't see it before. So okay. it was the so first time I saw it. I love it. It's hysterical. Well done. Internet. Once again, undefeated. 
Um, <laughs> look, Michael Thomas, 6,700. Last week, what was he, 6,800 over on uh, on DK? Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was 68 on FanDuel. He's 72 this week. Pardon me. 67 on DK. So still tempting still you. Still yeah. tempting you. I think I would buy, too. You were dead He's on gonna last week. He's going to score a touchdown again this week. And it's just, it, it's honestly to make the people that drafted him like your boy here. Uh, lament it uh, a little bit more because he scored no touchdowns in the regular season and he's going to put up these touchdowns in the postseason. So, yeah, man, it's um, uh, it, it's obnoxious for sure, but I got Michael Thomas scoring again, so I would absolutely buy him. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you on that. Now, that being said, Kamara's 79 and 9K, very expensive. Is this where you're going here? Because Oh, Kamara is not the normal sort of back. He's had some big games against Tampa. Again, hard to run the ball against Tampa, but very easy to throw the ball to running backs against Tampa. Is this the guy worth paying if you are going to fade away from the Chiefs game? Is see to me, this is the this is the game. This is the total. This is the one where it's everything's going to hang loose because these guys are just going to let it rip. I just feel like I think this is this is going to be the fun one where the old guys you know get off the get off the rocky chair, walk down from the porch. And show you how it's done once again. I, I like this game. I gotta tell you, and I, you know, we'll talk more tomorrow about <laughs> our thoughts on this game. But um, I kind of see this one having the total, and I want some pieces of this one. And Thomas allows you, I think, at a very good salary to kind of enter into it and also have Kamara in this, and then turn around and then get some pieces on the other side because Leonard Fournette, sixty three hundred forty nine. Um, more likely going to play, I believe, this week as as things you know tending and trending in that direction. Uh, Chris Godwin, seventy five hundred. That's a little bit of a discount where I'm from. Antonio Brown, sixty four and fifty four. So uh, Mike Evans, seventy one and sixty four. So when you're approaching this, my ideal is to get Kamara and Fournette. My ideal would be is to you know Godwin is still my guy in this offense. That's the one I'd be looking for. I'd be looking for Godwin. And I would be looking for Michael Thomas and then have Brady. And then you can cheap out other spots. You can go cheap out on tight end somewhere. You can figure things out. We talked about some guys that are good investments already. They're a little cheaper. You could save some cash on. That's my approach. What's your approach to this game? Who? Well, real quick. I get, Well, I guess my approach to this game is going to be to buy uh, Saints wide receivers. Uh, you know, I love – I just think Michael Thomas is going to score. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think he's going to score again. And if you watch – uh, Jamal Dean last week just on the struggle bus against Cam Sims. You know, yeah. uh, watch him against Manny Sanders, a veteran. So I think I think Manny uh, could have a nice week as well. So uh, that that's a little bit. Di- Deontay Harris had a good week last week as well, returning kicks and he had a couple design plays to him. He had a, a decent week too. So I, I like Saints wideouts, but I, I like them because. I don't know, man. I just think Brady picks them apart. I'm really into Evans this week. I'm really into um, uh, to Antonio Brown at his price. Uh, Godwin is all these guys are viable for sure. I think my favorite wide receiver in this game, though, is probably and I hate to say it because I don't like him, but Antonio Brown at 54 and 64, uh, just because he's so unbelievably affordable on both these platforms. And uh, I think he's definitely going to score a touchdown as well. So uh, I, I'm big into AB. Camara uh, is definitely a buy. I mean, he's a buy every week. But who is the best? Who is the running your number one running back? You're going to own on most of your teams this week, Joe? Because I think it's a it's a tough question. Camara's expensive, 
Kamara is expensive, but it's doable. Here's how you get Kamara. I love Dobbins, though. I think Dobbins is a great value against Buffalo. Dobbins Um, is a very good value. Acres is actually a pretty good value. And I know you like Fournette, too. Uh, Fournette is a good value. See, I think you can get Kamara as long as you have Fournette in there. And then I think what you do is you take Gabriel Davis at 54. You you maybe take another shot at, if you don't like that, you take a shot on the big MVS play or something like that. There's there's ways to do it, and I think Gabriel Davis is one, MVS is one, John Brown could be one. It's that sort of a, a pivot on that wide receiver three that allows you to do it. It's not, I mean, I put together a few lines. It's not that hard to do, but I, I just get the feeling that if I'm going to be in on a game of these four, Tampa and New Orleans is the one. They're they're familiar. Tom Brady's got something to prove, and if I'm going to pick a quarterback between the two guys, I'm going to go with the Brady side. How about? Because, how about the just the secondary wideouts? I, I know you said Gabe Davis, you know, between like Gabe Davis, Rashard Higgins, Josh Reynolds, MVS, um, you know, uh, who else you want to throw in Demarcus Robinson in there as well. Uh, you know, which, which, which is your favorite one to buy? I'm oh, sorry. Say that one more time. Of like the secondary, you know, the third option wide receivers. The third option wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. So like you just mentioned, MBS, Gabe Davis, uh, maybe Willie Sneeds in there. Uh, you know, uh, see, uh, no, I don't go down to the Willie Sneeds of the world. See, okay. what I'm going to do then is I'm going to go with quarterback play. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the total of the Cleveland game and look for Demarcus Robinson or look for Sammy Watkins or one of those guys. Again, these are the guys that are 5,100, 5,400. It's harder to do on FanDuel. On DK, you can do it because you're always going to get some of those cheap PPR wide receivers where you can make up ground. And that's that's something that, again, when you're playing site to site, to to keep in mind. And I think that's that's what you do. You you go and you take a Robinson, you take a Watkins, or you take a Gabriel Davis, and that allows you to kind of play that. I don't want to do it on the Baltimore side because again, I'm looking for I'm looking for better quarterback play than Lamar. And it's not I'm not knocking Lamar. I'm just saying he's gonna he's gonna take the ball and run it too much. He's going to take those opportunities away, whereas Mahomes is going to sling it. So if I'm going to go with somebody, I'm going to go with Mahomes. Josh Allen is going to sling it, especially with Zach Moss hurt too. Like they're running out of bodies there running back. And I think that's Uh, that's – I I also tend to look at sometimes, uh, you know, look, with the Rams, I'm more than uh, willing to accept the, you know, Jared Goff is not at 100%. You don't want to play Rams wideouts. I completely understand that. But teams that should be down, you know, like I kind of like Higgins as a buy because I expect Cleveland to be losing and playing catch up. So I Donovan people's Jones had a decent week last week as well. They were missing Kadero Hodge, uh, obviously because of the, the COVID protocols too. So uh, I, I like some of those buys as well, but you know, playoff games play a little bit closer for the most part. So uh, maybe it's just me looking at Higgins as a potential option too. If you're looking for a cheap whiteout. All right, there you have it. So uh, get your lineups ready and uh, get going. Make sure you got that LineStar app ready to go as well. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LineStar app at LineStar NFL. And, of course, you can hit us up at Joe Pisa PS17 and Bogman Sports. That'll do it for us. Enjoy the games. We'll be back again tomorrow also, too, if you like the wagering to go through that. And we're going to do a little props tomorrow, too, which we haven't done on the year because we're always so busy with all the games. But we're going to have a little fun because we only got four games to do. So we're going to go through those as well. So stick around with us. Subscribe to the pre-snap because we're fun. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win, sports.
You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.